following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Plans and preparations for the 2023 season are underway for your Minnesota Twins. This is the show that catches up with players, staff, and the entire organization. It's Inside Twins. Inside Twins is sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Well, hello and welcome once again to Inside Twins. And today, Inside Twins featuring Pride of North St. Paul, Louis Varland joining us here today. And we can't wait to talk with Louis. We're glad to have all of you on board with us here across Twins territory and, in fact, across the world. Uh, through the wonders of the interwebs, we welcome all of you across whatever social media platform you prefer. And we certainly welcome in all of your questions here today as well. Also want to thank uh, and welcome in all of our listeners across the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Inside Twins is brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer. It's locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. You take all those words, you pull out a few like local, like legend, like memories, and that all applies to today's guest, Louis Varland, joining us from Mom and Dad's house. And Louis, it's great to see you. Happy New Year. And uh, are Mom and Dad okay with you using using the house today to do a show? Yes, they are. Yep. It was a huge year for the Varland family. Uh, And and let's start with with how different it is entering an offseason having been a big leaguer because you spent your whole life trying to get to the big leagues. Now that you've done it, how does that change how you go about your business the following off season? Yeah. So, well, I got to say that I got, I got the first strike out of the way, the debut out of the way and the first win out of what, out of the way. So now those milestones are kind of behind me. Now I can focus on making the team, finding my groove and stride and everything. So it's a little different. Everyone wants to know, you know, what did you learn uh, in the first year? I'm not so much concerned with what you learned. I think that's you're always learning every time you have the ball in your hand. I'm just wondering if it was more for you an affirmation that like, yeah, I belong here. Uh, And and that with that now as you move forward in your workouts. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I heard this from somebody else that every or every baseball player at the big level will like at one point think, man, do I really belong here? And after five starts and getting a lot of out or getting the outs, getting some strikeouts, finding success, some, uh, it, it, it kind of made me realize that I, I I do belong there and I can do it. And yeah, a confidence thing. And now you get to go about staying there. And obviously that's, that's the big thing, right? They talk about how hard it is to get there, harder even to stay. You've always been a ferocious worker. Your work ethic is off the charts. What specifically did you take into the offseason in terms of what you wanted to improve on? Yeah, um, I wanted to fine tune some mechanical things. Uh, to be specific, it's called my lead leg block, which is basically like my plant foot. And I land in flexion and through ball release. I don't want to like leap my weight forward. I want to go into extension. It's, it's kind of yeah, it's, it's kind of uh, um, specific, but yeah. <laughs> so I'm basically working on my lead lead leg block, and then also some fine tuning on my slider. Now, you see some guys, and they're kind of these long, sinewy guys, but their arm just has crazy whip, and they get the big velo. You're a muscular guy. You're, you're a big, strong guy. Is part of what you're talking about with those specifics unlocking your strength so that that then can, can be applied to the baseball and give you the velo and movement you want? Yeah, it does. Well, yeah. Um, so for me, I like balance. So I'm, I'm a little longer in, like, the arms, but, you know, I'm not the height. But – 
what I lacked in the height, I try to make up for in the weight room. And, and exactly like you said, trying to add like extension and that other stuff uh, with my lead leg block. So, and, and, you know, you look at kind of the historic, the power pitchers, a guy like a Nolan Ryan or a Tom Seaver, and it was the big legs, right? They had those big, strong upper legs. Now, technically, some guys have gone away from that in the modern times, but you're kind of built for that, aren't you, with the, the, the big, strong leg and, and, and base? A little bit, yeah. Um, I, I guess through college and, and with the twins here, I, I, I guess I'm known for being like a stronger guy in the weight room. And uh, uh, I for sure work hard on my, on my lower body and hips and legs and all that. Well, you had to be strong, right? Hanging all that sheetrock through the years. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah. is, did you get out of sheetrock duty this offseason? Yes, I did. Yeah, I, 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 I have to stop doing the drywall. It's, it's, too, it's too much risk for injury and everything, so I had to shy away from that. <laughs> Now, as a guy who's hung some rock in his day, and I wasn't very good at it, what was the biggest challenge for you? For me, it was always the overhead. When you're, yes. when you're doing like a ceiling, you're trying to hold it up and not have the ceiling collapse in on you. Yeah, especially um, doing it by yourself, too. So, <laughs> so my dad has, has his own drywall business. He has a crew of hangers, which retain the sheetrock, and watching them just hold it up with their head, standing on a bucket and screwing it in, it's the most impressive thing ever. It's, it's yeah. truly like incredibly hard. And one thing you mentioned your dad and you mentioned your mom as well. If you ever, even for a second, start thinking about maybe slacking off in the work ethic, but you don't have to look far for an example, right? Because the Varlins are there to work. Yeah, exactly. Yep, you know it. And one of those Varlins is your brother, Gus. And big news in your house this offseason, not just about you, but Gus, who'd been with the Dodgers, double-A this last season, you had a chance to to face each other after some weather delays, which I know was special, and we'll talk about that. But he was Rule 5 by the Brewers this offseason, meaning he has to stick with the big league club or go back to the Dodgers. How exciting is that, not just for him, but for you and the rest of the family? It's extremely exciting, especially since we actually have family in Milwaukee, which makes it even like so much better. So it's, it's my aunt, my aunt and my cousins live in Milwaukee, and they've been Brewer fans, been following along. So him finally catching this break, have a chance to break with the team in spring training, and it being in Milwaukee is even just way cooler. You know, we talk with Taylor Rogers a lot when his twin brother Tyler got called up, and obviously now they're teammates. Right. You and Gus have never been teammates in professional baseball, but you did face each other. When you were in Wichita and he was in Tulsa, and I, as I remember it, there was like a weather delay. I think the game might have got postponed. But what was that experience like for your family? It was great. Um, I, I believe we had like 40-some people drive down, friends and family. It was actually delayed like two days, too. It was like the worst rainstorm coming through Wichita. Uh, it was the first game of the – or yeah, first game of the season got delayed like two days. We finally had the matchup. And then later that year, we also had another start against each other as well. It, it was crazy fun. Who got the better of it? Um, Gus got to win the first game, but I did not get the loss. But on, on the second go-around, I got the win. Rogers Taylor told us that his favorite moment in the big leagues was going to be when his brother got called up, even more so than when he got called up. You got there first, but do you feel the same way? When you get the, the word that Gus has gotten called to the big leagues, uh, is, is that going to be – if not as cool, maybe cooler than when you heard it yourself? For sure, yes, 100%. It, it, I will, I, um, hopefully I can watch his debut, but I might be playing in the game or have to watch the game, but uh, yeah, it's going to be unreal. Oh, what a year it's been, what a year it's going to be for the Varlands. Louis Varland is our guest here on Inside Twins, and 
you know, this offseason, one thing that's different is you're suddenly going to be called upon to do a, a bunch of stuff. You and I will be part of a great group at the St. Paul Hot Stove Show uh, on on Monday. You're going to have your first Twins caravan leg. You're going to be out and about meeting Twins fans. You're going to be at Twins Fest. Growing up, were you a part of those events? Did you ever attend them? Twins Fest, yeah, every year. I actually have a picture of me with Joe Maurer, Jesse Crane, uh, Denard Spann, and, and Marneau on the same picture with my brother, and that was back in, like, 2008. And, and we still have the picture, so it's yeah, it's it's, it's really cool. I, uh, me and my family have been going to Twins Fest forever. Did you ever imagine you'd be on the other side of the table? That you'd no. be the ones signing the pictures? Never. I, I, no, never. I, I, yeah, it's, it's 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 pretty cool now. It comes full circle. <laughs> it is full circle indeed, and it's really really special. And and something that uh, that maybe we don't talk about enough. You obviously the big leagues was the big story for you last year. But you also got to play in St. Paul as part of the AAA with the St. Paul Saints. And I know for you, that was special as well. Most guys, AAA, forget about it. I don't want to think about it. Get me to the big leagues. But for you to be able to do it where you did it in that ballpark with those fans, that had to be memorable and special. Yes, it was. Uh, and again, I think we had like 60, 70 people come out to that debut game. And of course, I had a really good game, which made it even more special. Being my hometown, I actually played on the field in high school. And finally got to play back on the field in AAA. It was it was really cool. Ah, very cool. Louie, we are really excited to have you with us. We're going to chat about some of the other fellow Minnesotans that you may have watched or now that you're playing with in Minnesota Twins uniforms. That's coming up in segment two. Our show is Inside Twins. It's brought to you by Kilber Root Beer, locally owned and operated, how memories are created and legends are made. Take a quick break across our network of affiliates. Back in a moment with Louie Varland on your home for Twins Baseball. Our show is Inside Twins. It's brought to you by Killerbrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created, legends are made. Louis Varland is our guest, coming to us live from mom and dad's house. And I know that you moved your camera a little bit, but you've got some, some, uh, some, some twin stuff in the room, right? Like you got there's a Target Field shot back there. I see a picture <laughs> of you. So you get like yeah. a, a burgeoning trophy room there. Yes, we do. And hopefully this next year. Um, me and my brother will both be in this room with our with our stuff and, and jerseys and everything. You're going to have to add a bigger room, I think. That's what we're going to probably have to do. Well, yeah. the, the cool thing, obviously, it, it's enough of a story that a kid from North St. Paul pitches in St. Paul and then gets the call and pitches for the Twins at Target Field. You're signing autographs at the place you used to go to collect autographs, but you didn't do it alone. Uh, you are part of a, a really cool group of Minnesotans to have played for the Twins. Let's cue up this highlight first. Let's start with the guy who was your teammate this last year and, and a guy about whom you've got a really cool story, though it's not even about him, Matt Walner. Walner hits one high in the air, deep center field, right center field, and the park will not hold it. Home run, Matt Walner. Dan Gladden said he liked his home run trot, and it's on display in his first big league game. Matt Walner crushes one towards the bullpens in right center, and it's 5-1. Cleveland on the first of what we hope will be many. Minnesota round trippers for Forest Lakes' Matt Walner. That was Matt Walner, first big league home run. I recall you were standing next to Caleb Thielbar. I think we were in Cleveland, and I said, cool, two Minnesotans, and you guys looked at each other and we were, uh, there's a third, and it was Walner across the yeah. way. And, and then you told me an unbelievable story about the other Matt Walner. 
the other Matt Walner. What was was there not another another Matt Walner? There was like a guy with the same name, and he dated somebody in the family. No, it was all. So that was Sam Hentges who pitched for the Sam Hentges, the other yeah. Sam Hentges. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Too many, um, too many Minnesota guys. Right. Yeah. yeah. Too many so Minnesota guys. Sam Hentges, you... the the pitcher for Cleveland, he grew up in Minnesota, and I date, uh, I, I date Maddie Hentges, and her brother plays for the Minnesota Wild. He's in he's in uh, Des Moines, Iowa, right now on the minor league team. And he had the same name, and he was the same. Yeah, okay. So we got, yeah, yeah. The henches, the double henches. There's only one Walner. You've known him though a bit, right? Like you guys are both from the same end of the metro. What was it like looking across a big league clubhouse and seeing Matt Walner? It 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 makes it more special, uh, especially. uh, I played with Matt Walner on an All Star series. I was actually his roommate, and then now you know it comes full circle. We're both drafted by the Twins. Go up through the minors, and now we debuted the same year, and, and our teammates still. So it's been incredible what about him as a player you've seen probably more of matt walner than, than we've had a chance to as big leaguers you watched him explode in the minor leagues we know he's a big strong dude he's got that giant swing uh yeah. we also know he pitched really well when he was a collegian at southern miss what what can you tell us a scouting report on him as a player well at one point last year in double a he was probably the best hitter i've ever seen ever that dude was on the hottest streak imaginable until he was he was a uh, until he was brought up to the AAA, but um, his out, aside from his bat, a big league bat, he has like true raw power, can hit it out at any ballpark. But his arm from the outfield, his outfield throws are actually really incredible as well. It, 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 like it, it's not only really hard, but it's like on a line and right at the glove the whole every time. It, 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 it's really you see a Matt Walner with a, a bad throw. We saw him unleash one last year. I think we, where it was like 95 from right field, like just a rope yeah. right to the glove at, at third base. So Walner's a guy you grew up with, you teamed up with before. A guy who's a little older than you, but that you now were able to share a, a spot on the same pitching staff with was this guy, Caleb Thielbar. And the one-two swing and a miss and a high fastball. So Thielbar strikes out Caratini, third strikeout for Caleb Caleb, of course, from Randolph, Minnesota. He likes to talk about how it was him and Perkins and Maurer, and now it's him and Varland and Walner, and he's the yeah. bridge between the two. He doesn't say a lot, but, boy, you talk about a guy who knows pitching inside and out and has his arms wrapped all around the ways to get better, pitch creation, utilizing technology, yeah. mixed with that old-school approach. He must be just a, a, a treasure trove of information for you. Yes, he is. Uh, he is very wise in baseball. He knows a lot of things. He's a, he's a vet now, and he's actually taken me underneath his wing. Um, after the season, I went up north and fished with him. So uh, I, 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 I've created a relationship with him and a great guy, yeah. I think Caleb might be an even better fisherman than he is a pitcher, and he's a really good pitcher. So is that can you, can you attest to that? That's very true. Um, other than – I drove up there to fish with them. It was the first day. It was like 19 degrees and snowing, and we still ended up going on the water, which was incredibly cold. And and, 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 the, <laughs> and the and the fish weren't biting that much. It slowed down a little bit, but uh, I've heard stories. I've seen all the pictures. He does catch a lot of fish. Yeah, he can really catch a lot of fish. It, it, it must mean a ton to you to have a guy who you probably watched pitch when he debuted here uh, who never had a lot of hype but made himself, forged himself into a really, really good big league pitcher to have him take that kind of an interest in you and be willing to share. Yeah, it, it's awesome. Um, uh, like I said a little bit early, he's, he's been like old school, new school now. I went to driveline, retraded himself, made himself 
uh, you know, like he made him a good pitcher again. He's he's back up with the big league squad and and helping me out. So it's it's been it's been awesome. Another left-hander who you don't have the pleasure of being teammates with, but you see him around all the time. Seems like he's always at the ballpark, and you may remember moments like this from Stillwater native Glenn Perkins. Yeah. AL5, NL3, two outs, bases clear, the 1-0. Swing and a bouncer to the right side, ought to do it. Kinsler up with it, over to first ball game. The American League wins the 85th Major League Baseball All-Star Game. 5-3 the final, and Glenn Perkins closes it out. Yeah, throwing to Kurt Suzuki in his home ballpark. As a kid growing up here who loved baseball, did it make it seem more possible that you could become a big leaguer when you saw a guy like Glenn doing what he was doing? Yes, yes, of course. Um, I, I watched him a lot growing up, too. Uh, I've always been a fan of him and his pitching. He actually went to college with my old uh, college coaches, too, Marcus McKenzie and John Gobb. So uh, as soon as I went to college, I said I liked this Glenn Perkins guy, and they shared that story. But uh, I had a chance this last year to talk to them a lot, too, and, and he is also uh, very wise at baseball and everything. So it's, yeah. It's part of a great tradition, and you're now part of that club. And you mentioned this guy's name earlier. You got a picture of him at Twins Fest. Uh, here's a guy who will always be probably tops on the list, or if not the top, uh, one of the top guys on the list when they talk about kids coming from St. Paul to the major leagues. Joe Maurer is catching. Joe Maurer is crying. Joe Maurer is the only baseball player on the field. Joe Maurer wants the players to take the field. He wants the new pitcher to come in. And there is not a dry eye at Target Field, and I would imagine not a dry eye in Twins territory. Of course, Mr. Joe Maurer, his last appearance at Target Field. Uh, was there a Maurer poster hanging in the, the Varlin bedroom? In, in my bedroom, yep, for the longest time. I, 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 I loved everything about Joe Maurer growing up, you know, like, like the, the greatest story ever. Going to Creighton, first-round pick, flying through the system, debuting, spending his whole career here. It doesn't get much better than that. Have you had a chance to see him in and around the ballpark uh, now that you're part of the family? A couple times, yep. Uh, his first time at the ballpark when I was up there, uh, I went down to the batting cages where he was and talked to him for like 10, 15 minutes. It was, it was great. Is that a pinch-me moment, a pinch-me big league moment when yes. you're standing there wearing the same uniform and your peers now, and right. yet you had his poster on your wall? Right. I grew up watching him, and now I'm, I'm standing right next to him talking. It's, yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. <laughs> Well, you're part of that group now, uh, Louis, a group that also includes guys like Ken Herbeck, Paul Molitor, Jack Morris, and so many others, and it's a special, special fraternity, and you've earned your way into that fraternity. That's Louis Varland uh, commenting on some of the other folks who've made their way from the Metro to the Minnesota Twins. We're going to take one final break. We'll come back with more with Louis. Take your questions on your home for Twins baseball. The show is Inside Twins. Excited to have you with us. We are steaming towards baseball here in Twins territory. We've got the Twins winter caravan legs going out this coming week. Uh, on Monday night in St. Paul, it's the St. Paul Hot Stove Show. I will be there. Dan Gladden will be there. Louis Varland will be there as well. 
Then we have Twins Fest, and then Louie will be out on his first Twins Caravan leg with Rocco Baldelli and others visiting Treasure Island, Mason City, Iowa, several other spots around Twins territory. We've got some questions for Louie Varland that are going to come up. I get to ask the first one, though, and I guess my first question is you're in the history books now, Louie, because if you don't give up your first Major League home run, Aaron Judge is not the American League all-time home run leader. If you're going to give him up, Man, Aaron Judge, Jose Ramirez, might as well go big, right? Exactly. Yeah, you're exactly right. How often have you replayed that at bat to Judge? Because you got him the first time. I think it was your first strikeout, too. It was my first strikeout. It was with a, a changeup, a right-on-right changeup. And uh, the second time through, I, I decided to, to throw it again because it worked the first time. But uh, him being a, a good hitter that he is, he was probably sitting the changeup and it took me yard. <laughs> hey, you might as well you might as well have a memorable one. Let's get yeah. to some of our other uh, some of our other questions from fans across our various uh, various platforms. This is on YouTube. How challenging is it to maintain your strength during the course of a baseball season? Good question. Yeah, great question. Um, it, it's not as challenging as you think, as long as you stay consistently like on your routine in the weight room with your arm care, with, with everything else. Um, it's more, it's, it's more so maintenance, but, uh, you can get stronger th- throughout the season. You just have to hit your, your workouts hard and, 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 and stick with your plan. And I'm telling you that wrestling background of yours, that never goes away. If you can, if you can wrestle at the level you wrestled at, like I'm not worried about you maintaining consistency and getting your workouts. There you go. Yeah. That, that doesn't come on accident. All right. More questions here. Uh, this is from twins fan 33. Got a nice shot of Rocco there. Who's the real Louie? Louis Varland or Louis Arise? Arise is probably the real Louis because um, he was there first, obviously. And I'll be I'll be in there and everybody's saying Louis here, Louis here, and I'm looking around as if they're talking to me, but they're not talking to me. So it's it's more so he's he's like the real Louis, I guess. <laughs> Unless we're in the Bronx, in which case I think all of North St. Paul was there and they were chanting your name as if you were on the home team yeah, uh, when, yeah. You, when you were in Yankee Stadium. Let's yeah. keep going with some of these questions. It looks like Ryan is going to weigh in. I mean, this is the question you probably get a ton. What's it like playing high school, college, and now pro ball all in your hometown? It's it's a complete dream come true. You know, at, at like playing at North St. Paul, going to Concordia University, playing in St. Paul. Um, uh, and then and, and and then I was blessed enough to play or get drafted. Now I'm back here playing St. Paul in Minneapolis. It's it's, it's a complete dream come true. Uh, a polar bear, a golden bear, and now TC bear. So yeah, you got yeah. all you got all of them in the, no in bears. the same. <laughs> Let's get Jason in here. Jason weighing in. Uh, do you have a favorite piece of sports memorabilia? Really cool question. Yeah, um, I have my debut jersey, but uh, when we played the Angels, I broke Mike Trout's bat. And I uh, I got that bat back actually. I have it in my room, so that's that's probably my favorite. Did you get him to sign it? Uh, I it, it is signed because well, my old pitching coach is the visiting clubhouse manager, and he's tight with Mike Trout, so he he asked him to sign it and gave it to me as a big surprise, and it was pretty cool. Marcus Marcus can get stuff done, right? Yeah, See, he, yeah. he can get a lot of stuff done. Uh, that's a really good one. A signed yeah. Trout broken bat. Uh, all right, let's keep going. We got a lot of good questions today. I appreciate everybody weighing in. What's the strength of the twin system that you think doesn't get talked about enough? You're a product of that system. You've got a great perspective on this. You know, I would say the pitching. Uh, last year, like our, our system with pitching was kind of backed up. We had a lot of older guys, like at a level where they probably shouldn't have been, like high A, low A. And I think now, uh, after some trades, um, 
the like pitching prospects will, will finally be like where they should be at. But I think I, I think the, the pitching aspect of the minor league of our minor leagues um, is 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 there. So. Yeah, and you're a testament to the developmental process because you're a guy who who has been a product of that system who has continued to get better and has now become a major league pitcher. And again, keeping everybody healthy, right? That's the big exactly. that's the big quest is keep all your arms healthy and then we can finally see this wave of young homegrown pitching wash up on the shores of Target Field. Louis, go. great questions today. We really appreciate your time. I know you've got to run off, you've got a league deal that you've got to get to. Thank you so much for sharing some time with us, for welcoming us into your home today. I'll see you on Monday night in St. Paul. Enjoy being on the other side of the table at Twins Fest, and we can't wait to watch at Target Field this year. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for that. That is Louis Varland. Louis Varland, great to have him with us here on Inside Twins. Our show, of course, brought to you by Killerbrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. Our memories are created and legends are made. Next week, our show's going to be a little different. We're taking it literally on the road. I will be on a winter caravan leg with Dan Gladden. Tommy Watkins, Jose Miranda, Nick Gordon, and we're going to come at you live from the road from Winter Caravan, uh, which we're very excited about uh, next Wednesday for another edition of Inside Twins. In the meantime, I want to thank Louie for making some time for us. I want to thank all of you for chiming in as well right here on your home for Twins Baseball. You have been listening to Inside Twins, brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network.